You're listening to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You are listening to Old School. You are not listening to DP and J. They both had to dip. I'm Austin. He's Rico filling in for him for the last, oh, 26 minutes, give or take here of Old School on your Tuesday. Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Hammond Text Line, 402-464-5685. Chime in with your thoughts. Rico, you've been around. Did you catch any of the uh, last discussion DP and Jay were having? Um, I would be lying to you if I said I did. I was listening, kind of. Okay, so to sum it up, it was all about how the past and the present of Nebraska football work together. Okay. So Jay's point is that there are plenty of players around that went to Nebraska, played for Nebraska, have had those great careers that want to be around for the kids in the program now. They yeah. think they can offer something. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yep. And DP's point is it's good if those players are around. And because, you know, they've been in their shoes. They've been there. They, they've walked those same steps. Mm-hmm. They've gone on to even bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, I think it comes down to what can you do for Nebraska? And here's what Nebraska has done. And mm-hmm. not here's how Nebraska prepares you for the next level. Here's how... You can fully maximize your time at Nebraska, Mm -hmm. but also use it moving forward. The issue I've had, not with Jay in particular, but the way we framed the conversation around former players a lot of times is it seems like it's always a big production. And it's a bigger deal to people outside the building Mm -hmm. than it is to people inside the building. And I don't know if that's because of some former players and their egos like, oh, it's all about me. I was asked to talk to the team. Mm Mm-hmm. Or if it's, you know, the kids, well, who are these people? You know, they haven't been around the program for 30 years. Mm-hmm. I don't know these names. They're in my mom and dad's age. You yep. know, what are they about? To me, when I hear that, you know, former players are involved with the program, sure, every once in a while the program needs a pep talk. It needs a spark. Oh, yeah. Get someone fiery up in front of them to, to be that spark, to mm-hmm. get under their butts and light it. But I think more often, the way I envision it, and I'd love to get Jay's perspective on this, is... Less so than making it a big production in front of the team. Uh, hey, sit in the meeting room. Everyone pay attention to this guy you mm-hmm. might or might not have heard of. To me, it's forming more of an individual connection. Like the example that Jay brought up, or DP brought up, Ernest Hausman. No, transfers out. What if he had been given Jay Foreman's number to talk to? So Jay could talk to him and say, hey, here's what I went through when I was in your shoes. There's yeah. my, my situation. How can we make it more one-on-one and let those former players be there for a resource for players individually? You know, those players are going through a tough time. Mm-hmm. They have a scenario they don't know how to handle. Yeah. How do we have those former players around and make it meaningful for the current player? Yep. Well, you know, making it about the current player more so than about a legend yep. to the rest of us that they might not even know. Now, the way that you could do that, first off, the university, the, the players want to give back to the university. The university has to follow suit and give back to the players. Mm-hmm. How many times have, have you been on Twitter, have I been on Twitter, and you see former players who, not that long ago, not in the 90s, you know, mid-2000s, early 2010s, who are, you know, working out or they're in the NFL and they're talking about, you know, my teammate who went to, you know, I don't know, Texas A&M, Gets a gets a box of gear once a year from his alma mater. I haven't seen anything from Nebraska. The one that, that comes is, to mind is Josh Kalu tweeted that exactly. This season. You know, and mm-hmm. there's there's another former player, a former safety. I don't remember who it is, who is working out in the same shirt that he got when he was 
at Nebraska. He's like, it's tattered, it's worn, I would sure like some new gear. Sure, he can buy it himself, but it means Shouldn't so much more if the university just sent him something. Mm-hmm. If they just sent him a box with T-shirts, hoodies, you know, whatever, nothing crazy. Not you're not sending him, you know, a new pair of shoes or or anything crazy, but just showing that you respect what he did for your university, the contributions that he made, that they made to your university. You know, keeping yourself involved in their lives would keep them involved in in yours. And so, building upon that, a way that the current players could reach out to the former players, you have something as a as a as a staff, as an athletic department, where you reach out to all the former players. You ask, would you like to be a lifeline, a source for mm-hmm. these current players? If so, you know, send us full name, number, email. We'll put it in a directory. You know, linebackers get this. Defensive line gets this. Corners, quarterbacks, offensive line, whatever. Maybe it doesn't have to be Even specific. Maybe it's just, I'm yeah, from this area. You know, from the same I'm place. from this hometown. I'm from this same state. You know, you do it like that. And then these players, you know, if they want to, they take that, you know, it's part of your, you know, package or whatever, and it's like, hey, here's a directory of former players. If you have any questions that, you know, you would like to ask one of them, or, you know, obviously you have the coaching staff around you, but if you would like to ask somebody who's who's maybe been in your shoes, been through what you've been, or, or been from where you are, you know, if you're from Maryland and you're at Nebraska now and you're getting homesick, you call up a, a player that, that's from Maryland. I mean, if you're from Minnesota, you call up a Jay Foreman and just like, hey, what did you do when you were getting homesick? And he'll tell you, like, you know, this is how I got through it. That's a way that you could keep the former players and the current players involved with each other without having them be in front and giving speeches and, you know, whole rah-rah production, as you said, you know, recording it and putting it on Twitter. And that, you know, without having to be on the coaching staff, without having to be special assistants or anything, they're still involved. And then also, you know, I I don't know how it works. I don't know the 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 logistics of it. But allowing those players to be on the field, not, you know, in on the sideline necessarily, mm-hmm. but like on the field, you know, where all the all the media, uh, right. the camera people yeah. are and everything, mm-hmm. have them be over there. Like how many times have you seen a USC game where Reggie Bush, if he's not working it, which he normally is, he's just on the sideline in the back of the end zone. I mean, he high-fived a, a running back after he scored a touchdown. You know, you see Snoop Dogg down there. You see other celebrities like – if you were just to allow your former players to do that, and again, I don't understand the logistics. I don't know how many you know passes or tickets you would have to give out to do that because then they would have to have seats somewhere and, and all of that mess and how many are going to show up, how many you allow on a certain game day or whatever. But I, that's another way that you keep them involved, again, without having them on the sideline as a coach or an assistant or talking to the team before a game or, or during practice during the week, just keeping them around the program in a way that they can assist and feel like they're wanted and, and not needed, but kind of needed um, to help Nebraska get back to where it is, where it should be. Right. They shouldn't have to ask to be let in the door. You know, they were here. They helped build it. On the text line, Texas Jeremy asks, why do they have to be connected to the program? How about NFL guys who are connected to the current staff come back and give talks about what the current staff has done for them to get to the next level rather than the program? Sure, same exact thought, same exact concept. I think some of that is being done with the guys you know, Matt Rule has on his coaching staff, mm-hmm. guys that have put guys at that next level in some cases. But even if they haven't played at Nebraska, I, I think you have to – for the most part, prioritize those Nebraska guys because this mm-hmm. is the experience you're living here. But absolutely, guys that Matt Rule and his guys you know, put in the NFL mm-hmm. should be part of that database. Yeah. Ex- make it as large as possible to cover as many bases as uh, possible. Yeah, and, and I get that, but also at the same time, 
how much do you think these players would react? Granted, it'll be an NFL player talking to them if that's you know what, what what you're getting at. But how much would these guys respond to a guy who was at Temple with Matt Rule and made it to the NFL, or a guy who was at Baylor with Matt Rule I think and made it to the NFL, as opposed to a former player at Nebraska who's from the same state as you, who again going through maybe went through the same things you were going through, sans you know NIL and transfer portal. Although transferring has always been a thing, the transfer portal has mm-hmm. just made it more open for everyone to see. Um, but how much more meaningful is it going to be? You know, somebody else that's strapped on, you know, put on the same jersey, wore the same helmet as you did, mm-hmm. as you're wearing right now, than somebody who was down in Waco, Texas. It's it's different to go from Waco, Texas to the NFL than Lincoln to the NFL. I think there's benefit in having the quote-unquote insiders and the quote-unquote outsiders. Because, again, I think in Nebraska for so long it's been about the past, mm-hmm. and these are the guys we respect. I mean, we write the Callahan era out of existence, which – yeah, it just doesn't exist. It doesn't. Point is simple. We don't hardly recognize those guys, you know, and that's not right. But their experience, you know, is at Nebraska. But I think in a lot of cases, we revere the past and we hold those guys up so much for good reason. They won some national championships. Mm-hmm. We should. But at the same time, I can understand how if I'm a player, we're not having success. And all I'm hearing about is, oh, glory days, you know, player XYZ I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's today, you know. So how do you balance that, you know, remembering the past, using those lessons, but not so much, I don't say not focusing mm. on it, but how do you harness that power? Because there's a lot of enthusiasm, I still think, deep down in the hearts of these former players. I Listen mean, to Jay talk. Oh, yeah. He loves the program. 100%. He wants to be there for it. He helps. I'm sure that's not just him. No. So how do you harness that energy in the right way? What I said to DP was... It takes, I think, a strong personality on the coaching staff, especially at head coach. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to get a guy you know, outside of the staff to talk to a player, it's going to take a, a big man to not feel threatened by that. So that's where I'm a little worried with this staff and some of the younger guys. Mm-hmm. If Matt Rule decides he wants to build those connections, how do the younger coaches take it? I think they'd be fine with it because you understand that – and a lot of those guys are coming from – the NFL with Matt Rule, where they were working with guys much older than themselves. Uh, so I, I think they would be fine with it. But a, a thing that I was going to get to, uh, how often have you seen guys who are currently from Nebraska, from, from the University of Nebraska in the NFL, come back to Nebraska to do anything? Haven't. How, when is the last time Levante David has come back to Nebraska? When is the last time Randy Gregory, Malik Collins Ndamukong have come too. back to Nebraska? Ndamukong Sue came back. Lewis. Four years ago, I want to say, and he walked, you know, the entire length of Memorial Stadium, and that was the first time he had been back since Bo Pelini was fired. Yeah, think how much effort that took to get him back. It took so Too much. much. Too much. Like you, you have all of these guys who are currently in the NFL, guys who may not be, you know, outside of Levante and Dominican Sue, you know, and Amir Abdullah, guys that may not be household names, but on those teams they play a meaningful role. You know, people know who they are. And they haven't stepped foot back in Lincoln as a guest of the program in Lord knows how long mm-hmm. since they've graduated. And they can't be just, you know, the members of the national championship teams that get honored. Like, I They're get in town, it. they want to get back, yeah. throw them up there. I get it. They're national champions. They, they won three chi- titles in, in the 90s and, the, you know, the best team of all time. They did amazing back then. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to get the players now, get some people that they may have seen playing for Nebraska back here – to, to talk to them and tell them about, you know, how their experience was in Nebraska and how they are how they're doing in the NFL or in the in the Canadian Football League, in the XFL, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's 
it's great to have the national champions speak to these kids, but it's better to have people who they know, who they who they've seen play, come back and talk to them. Absolutely. We got one more segment of old school left. He's Rico. I'm Austin filling in for DP and J. We will wrap the show up right after this. 